morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Coffee with Jim and James. James, you know, uh, I know you're going to bring in our guests in a second, but when I, you know, when we met these folks recently at SGA and such, and all of a sudden we started to geek out about composites and things, which I'm kind of a uh, mm-hmm. uh, little geek about myself, I was excited for this episode. But before we bring our guests in, James, how are you today? I'm well. Um, we are getting some things done today, and I'm excited to have uh, Tommy on with us. You're right. We've we've ran across uh, the Alan Edwards folks several times here lately. Got to spend some quality time with uh, several of them. And so when when we looked at the schedule today and saw Tommy on there, it was like, hey, man, let's do it. So All right. Tommy, good morning, man. How good. are you? Good. Doing great. How about you guys? Doing well. How's the, weather, how's the weather in Lake Charles? You know, actually, it's been dry. We've missed the tail end of the rain on the last few fronts. And uh pretty odd time usually we're pretty wet this time of year but it's pretty dry and it's getting 90 degrees so summer is here <laughs> it was it was almost 100 degrees in texas yesterday oh, so i feel you i feel you it was 91 yesterday in uh, west palm beach which is warm for us well that's summer weather yeah so man we're done this isn't a weather podcast i swear but you know when you reach a certain age these things are important that's right that's what we do. Okay, let's get on track, James. I think that was the cue to get on track. Tommy, you've been in the industry for a few years. Yeah, uh, sure. You've been with uh, Alan Edwards for a good eight years. Mm-hmm. We kind of know what Alan Edwards does. Can you uh, give a flyover to the audience to let them know what your uh, values are in the marketplace? Sure, sure. Alan Edwards uh, you know, started many years ago, uh, primarily back then in the buoyancy industry. Uh, putting concrete coating on pipes to hold them down in wet conditions and, and uh, set on weights and now into the bag weights today. And then, of course, we've just kind of gotten innovated over the years. And, and uh, now we handle a composite and we have a new heat induction compression sleeve. And uh, so, so lots of new things going on with us. Well, let's go a little bit deeper into that because pipeline integrity is a really important subject. I mean, it's been going on for decades and decades and decades as we all know but really over the last 20 years with a lot of the regulations and rules and such like that pipeline integrity and pipeline integrity testing has come about give us a little insight as to alan edwards and uh some of the roles you play in integrity sure well you know right after the buoyancy uh then the 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 steel sleeves came along and that was uh sometime like in the mid 50s and, uh, of course, we've got a new facility. I think it's about three years old there in Tulsa. Uh, got a new fab shop to, to, to build the sleeves and um, got into some aggressive testing programs with sleeves. It's something that's pretty fairly new to the industry. Not, not much testing has been done on steel sleeve industry. So that's been real exciting. Um, of course, our new facility is just great. You know, CNC equipment and uh, just, just uh, it's really a nice place up in Tulsa. Yeah, let me yeah, just... I'm going to have to slide up there, you know. I'm yeah, you need to. You need to. I'm... I'm in Tulsa a lot. Uh, I'm on the uh, Oklahoma Gas Association board. Yes. So we, we meet about once a month, but um, we're getting I back could hook, I could hook you up with a good tour there. That's Man, sure. I would love to do that. Um, sign me up. I don't even. I'll, yeah. I'm sending the email now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me hit on this a little bit. Tommy, I'm going to bring it on a path because these steel sleeves, again, if a pipeline has been gouged, or maybe whatever, corrosion, whatever the case may be, you can put a sleeve around it to keep the pipeline in place so it keeps flowing and, in essence, repair it. 
That's, but I also know you guys do a lot with composites. You said too. Yes. Um, has that has that really grown a lot for you folks recently? What's what's it, that been like? It, it it has. And of course, I spent 14 years in the composite industry uh, before Alan uh, before Alan Edwards. So uh, um, I, I got some history there as well. But yes, we uh, we have a, a e glass system and a carbon system, and. Um, and it's fairly new to the market, but we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting some customers. And, and uh, of course, with 75 years in business, service has been a huge part of, of, of Alan Edwards' success and innovation. Uh, you know, we, we really put our customers first. I know sometimes that sounds like a sales cliche, but uh, it's really true. I think we do a good job of listening to the needs of what the customers need. And actually, <clears throat> that's kind of how some of these new products came about, was listening to the customers' needs. Right. So what what is that? I know, I know, because I've I've been around you guys here lately enough. But tell me, um, what's the what's the product? You know, the new product that that you guys are out there talking about. Uh, well, the, the the newest is Omega Wrap, uh, and it's again, it's a it's a composite uh, that, that we have an e glass system and a carbon system, and then uh, the the heat induction sleeve is is really uh, a neat neat process as well too just basically it's a heat inducted sleeve that once you put it on the pipe uh you we uh, induce heat to it to get the sleeve to grow and uh kind of locks down on that pipe once it cools off and most of it is for crack uh, crack like defects on piping i think some of our vision james i think some of our vision was to be able to you know we've been in the steel sleeve business for years um you know now composite and then now with the compression sleeve kind of gives a good a good resource, some good resources uh, versus a cutout. So we wanted to be able to offer some, some different ways to build a, to fix your anomalies on pipelines. And let me, can I just jump in here for a second? So sure. Tommy mentioned a few things and for our audience that's in the industry, he mentioned cutout as well as sleeves and what that means to people that may not be in the industry is that when mm -hmm. there's a defect or a, a, a problem with a pipe, a uh, 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 one way of fixing it is to shut off the valve, cut the pipe, and in essence, nothing goes through it, put a new piece of pipe in, weld it, and get it back up and running. The problem, though, in that case is downstream, yes. down the pipe, if you cut that pipe and there's no way to reroute it, the people yeah. downstream, whether it be a town or a, a city or an industrial right. complex, whatever, it does not have uh, natural gas. That's it. And it gets obviously gets not only just very expensive for the pipeline company uh, for the shutdown time and in the process of fixing it and those expenses. But like you said, there's somebody on the other end not getting brought up. Right. So, so I'm going to be the, the guy here, OK, because I don't know these things as well as you two. So I'm not, hopefully there's somebody else out there like me that's begging the same questions. So you talk about that, the ease of, uh, you know, doing instead of doing a pipe repair or replacement or cutout in that situation, um, is it still, so that's great, um, but is it still awesome just in normal situations? Like, because it's still going to be a durable solution. It's still, you know, a composite, it's still asleep, you know, like, it's not just in that situation that it can be used all the time, or is it something that's specific to in, in lieu of a cutout? Yeah, I guess yeah, is that, my that, question. And that's exactly what it is. It, you know, they'll run smart tools down the line, uh, find uh, deficiencies and defects in the pipeline. And, you know, even in that stage, that's why service is, is so important because uh, a lot of times, depending on how many anomalies are in the pipeline, they'll have to, to derate the pipe until they can get those situations fixed. So, 
your your uh, your loss of production can even start from, from when they start reading the pigs. So, you know, if it takes a week, takes two weeks to get your repairs done, uh, they've already reduced most of the time reduced pressure, which reduces production. So that's why the service and, and having a, a effective solution is as quick as you can because they want to get those pressures back up and get their get their volumes back up to the customer to the end of the line. That's why you need an expert on it. Ah, well, we try. That would be Tommy. <laughs> so James, this whole world, I mean, it really goes back. Well, to it's funny because for, yeah, for me, I'm piecing it all together. Right. So like sure. when, when you're saying that, like when you're saying, and that's a disruption of service, I'm like, Oh, that's where, you know, uh, an LNG truck or someone could, you know, pull in and, and, you know, do a virtual pipeline or, yep. you know, whatever it might be. Right. So I, right. In my head, that's why I ask some of the questions I do. I've, I've only been here six years, but as I'm piecing it together, this makes a lot of sense for me. And then, and then I see other solutions like the ESG stuff out there, where they're recapturing as you know you're doing that cutout or something. So you know, part of me is trying to piece the big picture. I appreciate y'all's patience. Yeah, I, I don't. I, James hit on a couple of things. Tommy, please jump in with me too. You mentioned a few things, James. By one. You're absolutely right. I think, you know, cutting might be the most tried or understood method, but there's a lot of things with it. Like you said, if you cut it, a lot of times uh, my old business, CNG and LNG, we would bring in tube trucks and feed downstream, which is a lot of another whole operation. Um, you also mentioned ESNG, which is a huge topic right now. And if there's not a way to evacuate that pipe, if you cut that pipe and it's not fully evacuated, the natural gas has to go somewhere. Right. So again, with a sleeve or a composite wrap, there's no cutting, you're right. repairing. It's almost like a cast on the arm where, right. you know, that type. But again, we're talking not a temporary cast. We're talking huge longevity. Tommy, how, how long, how long uh, do you say for sleeves or composites they could last on that pipe? Well, sleeves, sleeves. I mean, they've, they've been welded on sleeves there for, oh gosh, you know, lots and lots of years. And a lot of you composites will, they'll have a design life when they design the composite. So that could stretch out depending on a lot of factors. You know, if you're liquids lines, you got a lot more cyclic. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of calculation goes in that, but you can get them years down the road. You know, all of our testing that we do for ASME PCC2 is based on such a safety factor. A lot of times you see you know, hundreds of years of service uh, calculated wise, but there's, there's huge safety factors in the composite world. Tommy, I'm a, I'm a nerd, man. When you, I kind of lit up when you were talking about the testing and, and kind of going through that, what'd you call it? Aggressive testing. Is that what you said? Yeah, beginning? it is. It is aggressive testing. Right, yes. Right. Uh, I just think of all the data and stuff coming out of that and how important it is and how I can parse through it. I just kind of went off. <laughs> I wasn't daydreaming. I was just kind of geeking out of what probably came out of that. Look, right, right. Kind of stuff. Can I, I, I was just going to add that when Tommy mentioned some of the tests or to some of the repairs could be rated at a hundred years. A lot of times that's going to exceed the, the life expectancy of the pipe, maybe potentially. So the repair could last longer than the pipe does. And, you know, it's always, always intrigued me uh, early on in, in the pipeline world. I was always wanting to know, uh, how old the pipeline was, because it just amazed me when I first got in this industry to realize how long some of this infrastructure has been in place and overall does well, uh, no doubt. you know, over the years. I mean, I've worked on pipes that were, were laid in the 20s, you know, 30s and 40s. So it, that's always intrigued me in this industry is, is how long our infrastructure has been around. 
I always like it when I'm somewhere and somebody pulls out some of that wooden pipe or some of those yeah, first yeah. pipe. You know, I'm always a geek out on that too. I always think it's really interesting. Well, if you ever get a chance to do a, a site visit in our facility, that's one thing that I really like. Uh, Alan Edwards has a ton of old pictures and it just is always intrigues me to see how, you know, we look at the work that's done today on the side of mountainsides and crossing rivers and all that. And to realize that they were doing that in the twenties and thirties, you know, uh, back then it, it, that always intrigues me to see the, the advancement in technology, even just in the equipment. Yeah. A lot has happened. You know, you mentioned the twenties and thirties. And again, that's roughly 90 to a hundred years ago, yeah. which really isn't that long. I mean, when you look at everything, sure. but Alan Edwards has been around for, wait a minute, hold on a second, James. I think 75 years. Did you pick up something at the SGA? Yeah, look at yeah, that. That's right. oh, I don't know Seven. if you can say it, ready? 75 years. There yeah. we go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, when we man. were with Hayden, Austin, and Matthew at SGA, I think they were handing those out. So that was yes. some good, uh, fun little takeaways. But uh, 75 years, you had just mentioned the uh, facility in Tulsa having some great pictures and history. Mm -hmm. uh, what else can you share with us over some deep things that you, I, I know you haven't been there, Tommy, because you're not a day over 29. That's right. Uh, uh, and, holding. <laughs> and holding. And holding. Uh, give us some other fun stories or tidbits or what we should do uh, in regards to Alan Edwards. Yeah. Well, I, I, I always liked the, the, the history part of it. And, uh, Mr. Mr. Allen Edwards Sr. was the, he was just an, an innovative guy. I mean, I've just heard story after story. Um, wasn't scared to dive into anything. Uh, mm. You know, the story of the river weights. You know, he had never built a weight in his life and went back to the shop and started building farms. And I, we got a picture in the in the office uh, that's pretty interesting. He's standing by his his first completed uh, concrete bolt-on weight that didn't crack or didn't fall apart when he took it out of the farms. Uh, so uh, just just really, really neat guy. Uh, um, lots of good old stories. And, and one thing that, that, that I just love is the fact that, you know, we're fourth generation. I mean, there's not very many, many companies, you know, that, that make it that long, you know, without being sold off or family selling or whatever so yeah they'll, kick, think, you, they'll kick you out of this industry yeah. if you ain't acting right so yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, I, good. I think that's another real neat aspect of our company is it's fourth generation running the company today that is cool yeah that's and cool. they got some good pictures of that in there with you know uh grandpas and dads and sons lined up it's uh very it. interesting to see yeah, you know, James, it just hit me since you are on the board of directors for the Oklahoma Gas Association and you do a lot of stuff in Oklahoma, I could see an OGA kind of tour yeah. to the uh, yeah. Allen Edwards facility at some point. I, I know fun. a guy. I know a guy. I know a couple <laughs> of guys. You know? Yeah, I bet you get hooked up, too. Love it. Tommy, we, we close out our shows uh, pretty similarly. So if you've ever watched one, if you haven't, we won't judge you. But um, you could cheat and get ahead. But um, we always ask people, and, and it's not – it doesn't have to be in a business sense. It could be a personal sense. It could be anything. But if you could leave, you got the floor, sir. You got the soapbox. If you could leave our audience with anything, what would you leave them with? If you well, could give it all away, Tom. Sure. I, I tell you what, I, I enjoy the pipeline industry. I've been in it, I think, if I calculated right, about 28 years this year. Um, and I don't care what part of the country you're in. Uh, pipeliners are pipeliners, and uh, and I enjoy that. I've got a lot of friends, developed a lot of friendships over the years. So I and I'm sure other industries are unique, and and they have that same feeling. This is all I know, and I know the pipeline world 
is is uh, it's just been a good a good it's been good to me and I enjoy what I do. And then it's it's going to be here as long as we're moving products across this nation. I think it's a safe way to do it. Um, and I and I'm excited to to work for Allen Edwards. I, when I go to work for a company, I'm pretty much all in. And uh, they've been good to me. It's a family atmosphere, you know. Um, and and just got a, we just got a good company and a lot of good people. We're building our sales team, and that's been exciting for me. When I started with Allen Edwards, there I think I was the I was actually I think I believe the first integrity sales guy at Allen Edwards. You know, they'd been had salespeople for the buoyancy side of business. So I've got to watch a lot change in the last eight years, and that's been very very exciting. So. Uh, I'd love to have you guys up there. It, it, I think you would. And, you know, we had a company up last week. What most people tell us is it's not just a field trip. I mean, we, we, we it's pretty educational from when you start from the front door of our shop till you get ready to leave. Uh, you actually learn something about what we do and how we got there. Love it. Love I do, it. too. Man, our industry is so big and so small. We hear it all the time. Um, and, and, you know, that that is that is I hear that so much. You know, when I started in this industry, I was fairly young. And uh, of course, a lot of the guys that I called on were in their 30s and 40s. So in the next five to probably seven years, uh, I've already started losing some of them. They're fishing and playing golf today. Um, no doubt. But uh, but but it is interesting to see how much has changed, uh, you know, just a, but but and you're right. It's it's a it's a big world but it's a tight knit community. Yeah. Jim and I were just having a conversation with a, uh, a friend of ours um, and who has an interest in our industry. And uh, it's a hard one not to look at and, and think, you know, is the grass a little greener over there? Cause it, it really is. Um, I, I was an outsider seven years ago yeah. um, and I've never felt so much like home. So, if you're if you're wondering if it's real, it's it's very real. We didn't plan that, Tommy. There yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, awesome, Tommy. It's been great to get to know you a little bit better, and I appreciate your time there at Allen Edwards and and everything you guys are doing over there. It sounds like uh, y'all are rocking and rolling, and I'm gonna take y'all up on that tour. Man, I want to thank y'all for the time this morning too, and I hope we get to get to do that, get to meet some more at some shows, or or hopefully come to a tour of our facility. Oh, we will. We go. will. Tommy, thank you so much. Thank, and thank y'all. Yeah, and audience, thank you for tuning in. Until next week on Coffee with Jim and James, as I always say, stay safe. See y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all.